Hey everybody, and welcome back to SRM Stark Raven Mad, a House of Dragons podcast. I am not Mike Marbach. I'm David Dinelli, your host. Uh, Mike Marbach is sick. Wish him well. Get on his Twitter, dibbity dibbity dat. Tell him to feel better. Send him drugs of all kinds. The feel good drugs. <laughs> Anything you got. Feel Anything you got drugs. left over. Send him his yeah. way. <laughs> send him his way. If he doesn't um, use them, he'll sell them. With me, I have, uh, I'm going to point like this and see who says. Marsley Jean-Pierre <laughs> of House uh, Jean-Pierre. And I was pointing at Marsley, so that's incredible. <laughs> and also, uh, Rob Alessiani, the Dornishman. <laughs> <laughs> Rob did a really wise thing in this whole Game of Thrones thing, which is he claimed Dorn early. <laughs> Dorn is Italy. It's it's, it's, it's like it's either Italy. It's like they've like hired Spain. nothing but Spaniards and Arabs to play Dorn's people. And Rob goes, Italy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> much like much like how the Romans treated Spain. It's in just the, it's the, 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 it's the it's it's I, I'm from a long line of very swarthy folk, mm-hmm. and uh, so we I got you know I, gotta claim something. Gotta claim something. Yeah, I think I like tried to claim like Essos or wherever they said black people <laughs> yeah, are we, from. We're like, um, <laughs> Zoro Zohandox. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we're not from the like, we're probably not from the free cities, but we're like, it's like free cities are like our America. <laughs> like yeah. the place that a lot of black people wound up. <laughs> right. Like, I was brought here, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, in lieu of anything, like lacking anything else, I'll claim it. Um, <laughs> All right, so we are talking about House of the Dragon. House of Dragons? What is the show called? House of the Dragon. Dra- right? dra- Dragon House. <laughs> season two, New Orleans. <laughs> <laughs> We're talking about House of Dragons. Season one, episode five. It's called We Light the Way. Um, no idea what that means. Um, <laughs> no. Do, do you want to know? Oh, yeah. Do you, do you, uh, know? you know? Yeah, it's, it's the words of House Hightower. Oh, oh high tower. Okay, yeah, it's the words yeah. of outside. The, the, their sigil okay. is a is a big tall tower with a beacon on top, yeah. like they talked about in the episode. But it's a red beacon in their sigil, but apparently a green beacon is. You know, it's all about the greens. Uh, mm. very good, very good, very mm-hmm. good. So, um, so this is um, in many ways a pivotal episode of Game of Thrones, right? Um, just to get it right off the bat, this was the last episode that we'll see young Rhaenyra. Last episode, we'll see young Alicent. There's about to be a big time jump. Um, we're about to get into what I will call the main actors for those roles, who are Olivia Cook. Is that right? No. I never looked these, it up. Yo, these British names <laughs> are fucking true. Is one of their names Emmy? Emma? This is the kind of research that might give a break, David. The, the, the Brits are having a week. Um, Emma Darcy. Emma I'm, Darcy. I'm assuming it's just Darcy. Uh-huh. And um, and then who's playing old Allison? Who's playing? She's not old. old. She's 20. Well, she's like 20. Olivia yeah, well, Cook. And Emma, yes, Olivia Cook. Uh, okay, Emma, so I got one. Well, the funny thing is, Emma, we, I think we said it last week. Emma Darcy is, or maybe I just said it. To, I, I cannot remember what I talked to you guys about when I talked to my wife about while watching this. Mm-hmm. Emma Darcy's like, three years older than millie alcock but she really? doesn't look she looks yeah, a little it was more it mature. was a hard it was a hard three years yeah right <laughs> yeah. i don't know i don't know <laughs> it was three years in the what does she look like yeah 
Oh, wow. I think she's just. And what is she? You didn't from? see the preview? No. Like without uh, the wig, she, she looks very different. She she's got a look, but they actually did, did a really good job casting though. I what is what what is she it, from? Emma she Darcy is we know Emma Darcy. You also well, you might remember her from a quick scene she did on Sesame Street. Oh of yeah, course. yeah. no, of course. she was. I'm trying to see if there's anything here. Wait, that... what are you talking about? She's three years older than what's her face. Emma Darcy's thirty. Emma Darcy's thirty, and Millie, what's her name? You almost said Ellie Bobby Brown. I was about to say Millie Bobby Bobby Brown Brown. is 22. (laughs) Okay, so like, you know, three years, eight years. Uh, (laughs) I don't, I'm not seeing anything that I would know her from. Hannah, the TV series. She was in two episodes. Wanderlust, the TV series. Oh, by the way, I'm just, I just looked this up. Uh, Emma Darcy is non binary and uses they, them pronouns. So, got it. Oh, Uh, we apologize for that. We will, we do apologize. We will reverse uh, Emma as they, them for the rest of the episode. I am not sure what they, I I don't recognize them from anything they've been in uh, previous to this, but it looks like a lot of British. Oh, Emma Darcy's from the Hannah TV series. But like two episodes, she didn't. They they didn't play Hannah. They did not. They they played oh. Sonia Richter. Welcome back to read IMDb aloud. <laughs> yeah, <Three right>. men. <laughs> if you want to hear. So a is this a, this is a this is a research big, on this the is a big get. This is a big get for Darcy. Yeah, big yeah. This this is a career defining role for them. They uh. They lucked out. Anytime you're attached to the throne, you know, watch it. Watch the throne. All right. They good for them. Big up. Cool. Big up, Emma. Yeah, good work. We're rooting for you. And then, and then Olivia Cook and Emily Carey do look like sisters. This is, yeah. it is, yeah. it is at least in the thumbnails I'm seeing here. And Olivia and, Cook, you know, from uh, Thoroughbreds, Ready Player One. <laughs> Ready Player One. Oh, Oof. she played. Do you guys re- y'all remember in Ready Player One? She played the unlovable girl who was looked exactly like Olivia <laughs> Cook, but with a small, uh, a small discoloration on her forehead. Yeah. The I, I okay. Confession time. <laughs> I read and enjoyed Ready Player One when it first came out, and then I read it again like four years ago, and I was like, oh, I'm in a different place in a lot of ways. Oh. Um, and in the but in the book they were like oh this is this is a uh, a fatter person and you know like it, they didn't do the thing where it's like oh no one loves her because she's not pretty because she has like one scar and otherwise <laughs> she's gorgeous <laughs> so they were like we're not we're not willing to take the risk of actually putting a fat person in a in a in a in a role where they're supposed to be uh, you know yeah, badass yeah, yeah. and beautiful they're, but they're they're mm-hmm. not they're not doing that kind of shit in this one no oh. That anyway. movie, that movie, oof. Uh, well, Rough. I'm I'm uh I'm in a difficult situation with that movie because, um, I saw it slightly inebriated, sure. and so um, and when I say slightly, I fell asleep during. It. <laughs> <laughs> but the parts that I did see, I was like, this fucking Donkey Kong stuff is really cool. <laughs> but anyway uh big olivia cook fans here um also because olivia is um on the apple tv show slow horses um which if you have not checked that out mm. go check it out it's like i would say it's a top-notch like spy thriller show i need starring a, i need olivia an apple tv login yeah and, so. um uh gary oldman is the lead character Ooh, and he's, he's oh, big fan gary of gary oldman. 
Big and fan little of Kristen Gary. Scott Thomas to round out the cast, perhaps. Okay. If that does anything for y'all. Um, which it sounds like it doesn't. Okay, so yeah, anyway, no. <laughs> uh, we've got Olivia Cook. <laughs> we got Olivia Cook and Emma Darcy coming on. Six-year time jump or something like that. Huge, huge. Um, and so this was our last thing with um young Rhaenyra and young Al- Allison. And uh yeah. what do we pour one out in terms of that? Like what what do you like now that we have a chance to review their tenure? What do we say? Incredible. Fantastic, Both yeah. Of Both of them did fantastic jobs. Um, I think I think they they did a good job, even within like the the time jumps that we did experience within those first uh, few episodes. Um, yeah, I, I think they both handled their their character arcs within, you know, like obviously their full character arcs. I haven't been completed yet, but I guess in terms of these actresses or these actors, um, yeah, I think they both did a great job of showing their range. Um, just really portraying some characters that are likable and intriguing um, and badass in their own way. And especially um, Allison, it was really cool to kind of see her character develop into this, like a little bit more confident stepmom who uh, is embracing being the queen and is actually seems pretty decent at it and actually seems like she has a, a good understanding of what needs to be done um obviously things it's going to be really interesting to see how things are handled between the the two characters um because you know, like they're going to definitely split but yeah it, it, it's i think they, they both did a great job go ahead oh sorry 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 no no you go they have um they have an interesting opportunity here as as you know in visual storytelling that you couldn't really do in in you know any other medium um where you know, you're going to have these characters that are obviously in the coming episodes and seasons. They're going to evolve as people, and I imagine, like, reflect back on the old times where they were very close. Blah blah blah. You 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 could, if you wanted to, incorporate the old the the the, the previous actors playing these roles. If you wanted to, like, really drive home that like how far they've come, like just in the middle of like a really heated argument or something like that, like you swap um, or like a dream sequence where like one talks to their younger self and like sees how far they've fallen or something like that. I don't know. Maybe it's a little hokey, but I just can't imagine that, that I, maybe, I, maybe I don't want to imagine that we're just done with these two because I just really, really started digging these these actors playing these roles and and as good of a casting choice as it seems we're getting i am um i'm gonna miss them so i'm trying to like figure out some some yeah cliche tv way to to still see them out you know like how you um, know what the hell was the show that like would there was always flashbacks. You'd be like, oh, I get to see that person playing that role again. And it almost makes me feel nice. Family Guy. Star Wars. <laughs> Both. Exactly. Actually, it was the Family Guy Star Wars special that I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think for me, I um, like, listen, if it serves the story, great. But I'm so goddamn done with Easter eggs and shit like that. Sure, sure, sure. Shows. Yeah, yeah. That's and, fair. Like, my girlfriend said something that I thought was pretty deep that I, I like, I aspire to. A, a value that I aspire to uphold, which is um, rather than wish them uh, opportunities to return to this show, I wish them more opportunities to act and sure. to be in things. And I think they're both going to get them because they 
now have all the audition tape they need. Uh, oh yeah, in, for in sure. The these first five, and they'll episodes. they'll get work. They'll get work. They'll That's get the good work. thing because you know, if they stuck around, they would have been they could have been typecast, especially uh, Millie as uh, as Rhaenyra. Like, you know, sometimes it's hard to see. Um, oh God, I see. I was I almost I can't remember the actress's name. Daenerys Targaryen. Like it's she's she's played other roles, but I Amelia Clark. Yeah, Amelia yeah. Clark. It's it's hard it's hard to see her in other roles because I'm just like that's just Daenerys or, or like Cal Drogo even. You know, every time he shows up at something, it's like, oh, that's just Cal Drogo who can talk to fish. Um, yeah. You know, so like Millie, uh, Millie liked- and Olivia didn't outstay their welcome there, but still like made some pretty iconic performances. And even in just the five episodes we saw, maybe not iconic. Iconic gets thrown around a lot. Just really impactful. Yeah. And like, just just for the record, uh, Amelia Clark has done some work on stage, and uh, sure. that last Christmas movie was. was I don't have stage money. What? <laughs> I'm, I'm a. You I'm don't a have money to go. You, you didn't have money to go to London and see her in. I think she was in The Seagull. What was that? Is oh, that, I did um, see that in London. Kafka? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it can't be Kafka. Who is the guy? <laughs> Chekhov, I think. <laughs> um, um, she played the gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yo, listen. Shout out to Amelia Clark. Yeah, yeah. But you, but you, but you're very they right. Did you dirty. It's like, they did you yeah. dirty. It's like it's like like uh, what's his face? Um, Kit Harrington. Like he, I think people really don't want to see him without a sword in his hand. Yeah, they, yeah they, Marvel was like, with, here you go. Yeah, we <laughs> got like, the perfect we'll Jon Snow Marvel. Jon Snow in the Marvel universe. Yeah. We, we got you yeah um and i hope he I, I do hope he gets that opportunity um in the marvel universe despite <laughs> the how, how the marvel rest of that movie exist. went <laughs> yeah um okay cool 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 so let's uh let's get into it um so uh we'll just real quick we're probably not going to go in order but this was the first thing that happened so let's talk about uh the life and death of lady Rhea. this is uh damon targaryen's wife who he's always talking about being so goddamn ugly, and turns out she's very nice looking. Yeah, seems yeah. seems funny too. She's a comely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she seemed like she was actually pretty decent. She she was better looking than I had expected. She was like kind of cooler than I expected, and yeah, I mean, but I could see their relationship being one of those things where like either they have too much in common that they just butt heads all the time and just like don't fuck with each other yeah or like you know they're just bare two very strong-headed strong-minded personalities that didn't want to be forced into a marriage in the first place yeah. and just like resented each other forever yeah yeah i thought she had big bear island vibes she was giving me like a lot of uh just like really strong and like completely capable just like the you know the 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 you know, uh, like Lady Mormon. Bear Island from the like an, a grown up Lady of Bear Island. That's how I imagine that young girl, Liana uh, Mormont. Yes, Mormont. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's right. Um, and yeah, this was as soon as soon as it, as soon as he didn't start saying anything, as soon as Damon like didn't say a word, I was like, oh, she's she's dead, dead. And as soon as oh, we're like, as uh, soon as he came out looking like a freaking like a Jedi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for real. Like the bad ones. <laughs> yeah. Like Obi-Wan, you don't know me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, he came out looking like fucking Darth Maul. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, I I was just like, oh, 
this is not going to end well because they just showed enough of her where we're going to be like, oh my God, she's my favorite character. And then snap. Um, yeah. In the, apparently in the book, uh, the way that this, again, this is a scene that is just like a, a four sentence paragraph. And all it says is that she fell off her horse and, and dashed her head on a, on a rock. So it doesn't confirm in the book at all that Damon did it. And it doesn't, I had to watch this scene like the, the, a second time before I realized like he didn't do anything, at least to knock her off the horse. He definitely implied that he, you know, crushed her skull. But, yeah. um, but I think he just, the horse seemed to get startled when she drew her bow. Um, no, it looked like he did. He like made a quick thing. I swear, like, I watched this. He twice raised a hand or something. Like, like it, I thought he just like, I don't know. It seemed I, like that, he did something to like fuck with if, the horse. Yeah. Oh, maybe he used dragon magic. Um, but uh, I didn't. It didn't feel like an overt like attempt. Um, but who? But again this is really playing well with like the unreliable narrator thing like anyone there was no there was nobody no other witnesses there that we know of yeah. so you know the the dude that comes back her uncle and he's like what's up uh, you got to pay for your crimes like he doesn't have it's all hearsay and he it's all just like uh, assumptions on his part um you know obviously damon really was happy that that happened because now he can marry whatever cousin he wants and uh, or, or niece and also he's heir to runestone which i think is a is an mmorpg online <laughs> yeah runescape uh <laughs> he um you know it's funny like again i didn't read the books but i did catch a little glimpse of some paragraphs as well um and so like first of all it looks like he gave her uncle or her cousin or whatever uh it sounded like he was going to give him runestone as kind of a will you shut up about Will you shut up about whether or not I was involved in this? Um, I read that in the um, in the books, uh, Damon Targaryen uh, is not like is not immediately by law granted Runestone, and in fact travels to Runestone to like plead with the people to be given all the wealth of Runestone and is denied. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting the choices that they make, like where they choose to make Damon more pathetic or, or just pathetic and where they choose to make Damon like more yeah. competent or more, you know, in power. He's complex right out of the gate. We've said it before on the podcast, but like it, it, all these characters feel like third season versions of characters that uh, like we would have met in season one. If this was Game of Thrones, like they'd be one dimensional, completely very simple and we're like right out of the gate getting getting complexity which is really, yeah, really damon nice. would be out here fucking he would yeah. be, his dick would work you know <laughs> flawless flawless oh <laughs> uh, yeah just a master coxman your, your dick's supposed to work until season three yeah, yeah season, that's at least yeah. three seasons you need that's at least right 20 in the uh, hero's journey handbook <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um yeah and I, again once again in this in this moment uh somebody uh implying that his dick doesn't work mm -hmm. just constantly it's really yeah. it's 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 getting cliche yeah yeah um he's i don't do you guys watch succession at all yeah, yeah i have yeah. watched yeah, i'm so not caught he, up but it reminds me of uh well what's the the younger roman? son yeah roman roman yeah. yeah he's a little fucking rogan roman targaryen <laughs> i like that <laughs> yeah there's roman a lot targaryen. there's a lot of uh there's a lot of of of, of similarities
By the way, uh, Succession is the show that Game of Thrones will would love to be. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we'll see how it ends. Uh, uh, truly, yeah. House of, uh, truly, what how I mean, definitely what House of Dragon would like to be, because it's truly just about the succession of one family. Uh, okay, so let's move on for a second. So, um, so I guess let's let's take in the next big chunk, uh, the trip to. Uh, where does Corliss live again? Is it C C High High C something like C Storm Storm <laughs> something Storm? I think <laughs> we uh, in, we storm, storm Storm Boat Storm End <laughs> Storm uh, Drift or Drift Drift Mark Drift Mark Drift Mark Drift Mark, drift drift mark. mark. Uh, not a we, not a storm at God, all. All it would have taken was one. Like I'm, we're all at computers. All it would have taken was <laughs> one of smartphones in our hand. Type that shit in. Jeez. God, Mike is going to be so mad about. We this. promise. <laughs> we promise. Off the cuff, no prep podcast. Yeah. That's what you get. That's our brand. Yeah. We're well, improvisers. What's What's dumb is we do prep. We just prep like this stuff that doesn't matter. We're like. I saw a meme on Free Folk Reddit that was pretty good. And then we don't fucking, none of us have read the books. None of us can remember the goddamn actors who are taking on the two primary roles. Uh, we don't know who Corliss Valerian is the Valerian is the Lord of. To be fair to him, he has like eight names. Yeah. yeah. The Snake, Master of Driftmark, Lord of the Tides, Master of Ships. Captain yeah. of the Cod Queen, Summer Maid, Ice Wolf, and Sea Snake. Jesus. Anyway. Sounds like Oops. a little bit of overcompensation to me. I don't know. Sure. Doing a, <laughs> doing doing a little just bit wait too till, much. Just wait till season three. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> It'll be like Jesus and Marrow podcast where every, oh, every episode he just, uh, yeah, no, right. R.I.P. He just adds another. Jesus is going to be in season two of <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> He's gonna have a, a, a Nike or a Yankee fitted over his, uh, his blonde dreads. <laughs> House your. Uh, um, so to get okay, a so so we, mark. so we got um, we've got the king himself. We've got Rhaenyra. We've got uh, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra. We've got uh, Kristen Cole in his capacity as her uh, right hand man, all going to Driftmark to uh arrange this wedding between Rhaenyra and uh uh Laymon? What's his name? Lenor? Lenor. 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 Yeah. Uh so talk to me about this. I mean, this is this starts uh, a pattern in this episode of people doing stuff way too close to other people and their ears. <laughs> like like the the um the little, you know, the sad boy, the the I'm all for like stories of lofty, like put your heart out there and and shoot your shot. And but but he's just not paying attention. He's like, hey, hey, do you want to go live in a trailer in Essos and not be queen and we can, you know, be actually married? And she's like, are you paying attention at all? Like, like real shit. <laughs> it, it always gets on my nerves. Bent a knee to me. You know, right. You can't just like go away. That's the thing. People in some movies and TV shows let love really make them like say the dumbest shit. Like yeah. you, you're not considering what the actual circumstance is. You know what you signed up for. You're a fucking king's watch, whatever. 
uh and you like so you're you're willing to put your life at risk and put her life at risk and by the kingdom and the kingdom like yeah shut up just be yeah, recognize she's got white eyelashes <laughs> I, I can like, relate to this though i i i i once uh i once had uh, a woman who i I was like into, but had never voiced this. This isn't my wife. My wife's great. Everything that was, that was, that was beauty from the beginning. But when I was in my dark times before I got sober up in Connecticut, mm-hmm. there's a very cute person that I worked with and never said anything to her. Never, never made a move. Nothing like that. Just never thought I had a shot. Cool. Good and then story. one night we're both drunk and she's like, we should hook up. And I'm like, what? And then immediately I'm just like, we're in love. Yeah, like we should we're move. Get it. And the next day, she was like, oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That was that was just like a fun thing. And I was like, oh, okay. And I went and I got mozzarella sticks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That story. And that's basically what I'm saying is I'm Kristen Cole. We've uh, all been there. Flesh. We've all been there. This is a universal story. What this reminded me of was, uh, was it last year when uh, the, the, you, the coaching job at the University of Southern California, USC, was open for football. And people were like asking, like, be like, oh, Mike Tomlin would like, I bet he wants that job. And Mike Tomlin had to hold a press conference and he was like, I've been the head coach of the Pittsburgh Steelers for 15 fucking years. I want a Super Bowl. He's like, I, he's like, I coach in the NFL. I'm not leaving my job to go coach college. <laughs> he's so like, are funny. you fucking high? <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? Do you guys, does it, he's, like, he's like, that might, that makes sense to you little people who don't coach in the NFL. <laughs> See, to you, you want to do something that is less pressure and easier and he's like you're, I, you're what i call smooth brain little folk <laughs> yeah. right. y'all broke motherfuckers have no idea <laughs> and, and you find here? a 20 dollar bill and it changes your week <laughs> <laughs> i'll wipe my ass with this <laughs> he's like he's like i coach he's like i coach i have to make people who make a hundred million dollars listen to me (laughs) (laughs) and they do because they respect me and i'm gonna trade that for college life yeah he's like he's like i'm not trying to go in a locker room just smells like mad dog 2020 and old cum i don't don't know he's like yeah it's like i'm not not flying (laughs) to alabama to beg somebody to come to my team I let my GM offer them a contract. <laughs> yeah. Right. And I'm not gonna show up to the fucking to the draft. <laughs> that yeah, just so yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. So 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 uh basically like Rhaenyra says we can go we can live our lives in the down more. Lanor looks over at his boyfriend and goes, bet. <laughs> and then Rhaenyra goes back to Kristen Cole and offers him the nicest the best deal nice and again maybe this is why we don't coach the Steelers but like she's like you get to be famous this is it's implied that like I mean I'll I'll tell you that I I looked this up like uh like Lenor no I won't say nothing but um like yeah but like you just you get to be famous you get to like 
everything he wants from a marriage, he would have gotten except for the marriage part of it. Yeah, right. Like, he I mean, even down to like this, like this weird macho shit where it's like, she's the only guy he's ever been with. So he even gets that weird Westerosi thing. Yeah. Yeah. And he we, could potentially continue to be that, like, sure. for, you know what I mean? It's, he, 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 he doesn't like, uh, he wants her as a possession. He doesn't want to be a possession. Yeah. And, and that's where he fucked up. Did we, so wait, are we skip? Wait, I don't want to skip over the, oh, no, no, no. The, the very fun conversation that Rhaenyra and, and, um, and Lenor had, which was basically came down, and this is this is my uh, this is Katie's corner, which is a point where I share an observation my wife had the next day after we watched this over text message, and she was just like, "I love how, I love how Rhaenyra had the had the audacity to be like, look, we're both into weird stuff. You're gay. <laughs> I want to fuck my uncle. We're the same. We're the same." <laughs> just got a perfectly a perfectly <laughs> rational natural thing and you want to fuck your uncle and you're like look eye to eye my dude and you know to her credit he was like yeah bet like let's do this this is great <laughs> like he he gave this wry smile that was kind of like a, maybe this won't be so bad and also he didn't, he didn't anticipate Kristen cole busting up a wedding also far be it for me to counter katie at that time rainier was talking about Kristen cole true i don't yeah. know i don't know about this we can talk about this, but I don't think I think from the jump, I think Rhaenyra is very into her uncle. I think and she I, is attracted sure. to her uncle, absolutely. However, <clears throat> the you offer think at was that made point to she was only Cole. talking. All right, all right. Well, yeah. In I terms of like the pleasurable activities, I think the only pleasurable activities that, or the only person that she's engaged in pleasurable activities with at that point was Kristen Cole. I think, I think in her head, she was going, eventually I'm going to fuck my uncle and <laughs> I'm going to need my, my King's consort to be in on this. So he doesn't come as a surprise, but a little bit of a surprise, but also I can be like, remember we were talking about the beach. He's like, you didn't mention your uncle. He's like, no, but I thought it was implied. I she said that's what the duck was. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> remember the fatty meat was my uncle. <laughs> yeah, I mean, look, I mean, I, like, I'm not. Of course, she's attracted to Damon. We've seen too much nonsense Way for too that much. not to be the case. Mm -hmm. I, I think, uh, I think in terms of her being like, how can this work? I think her imagination is we both keep men who have don't have enough status to be particularly visible and you know that's how we get our cardinal pleasures while we do our you know marital duties sure 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 yeah, yeah. also is, um we each get to pick a poster to put in the bedroom that we can make eye contact with while we're while we're making <laughs> while we're having sex yeah <laughs> Yeah, it's good. Uh, tough world. Tough world. <laughs> it's not. It's really. It's really not that tough. Like especially for men. <laughs> no, yeah, these I guys don't even Kristen, have to fight. Yeah, Kristen Cole is is a fucking fool. He he made me mad this episode, and he had he was offered like legitimately the best and sweetest deal. He could have kept his good ass job with good ass mm -hmm. benefits, 
you know what I mean? He gets to be, like you said, he gets to be, but yeah, word. Like he gets to, you know, like bang the queen, you know, and be like PTO, great dental. Yeah, like honestly, kids. Oh, he was he was worried about being labeled a whore. Like, dude, just embrace it. Yeah, like it's not all bad. He was like, "What?" So I'm your whore, and I I literally audibly said, "She's not paying you." Like this is just she's saying, "Hey, we can do this whenever we want. All you have to do is be cool." And he was like, "Nah." I'm he's good. like, yeah. be cool. I will absolutely not. I will and never. I think, he's like, you have not. You have no idea how uncool I can be. Wait till the <laughs> wait till the wait till the rehearsal dinner, like, my dude. I, he's like, he's like, you have not even seen mess, girl. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and I mean, we'll, we'll we'll get into this later, but I, I think that there's uh, Kristen Cole. I mean, I guess it's not really. He's in a long line because it's the. Uh, because this is shows a prequel, but there is a, a pro, there's a long line of what we see there happen mm-hmm. over and over and over again. We'll talk about that in a sec. Um, but, but, but is there anything else that we want to talk about in Driftwood? Just, I think just, we can talk about it later when it gets even worse, but just, you know, King, uh, King Viserys is just turning into a a a, a pudding popsicle. Oh, he's he is Jeff Goldblum in the fly at this point. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's just, he's, when he's she probably. when when his when his sister grabbed his hand and he like winced, I was just like, oh, his whole arm is probably fucked up right, right. now. Um, and they did confirm. We can get to that when we get to it if we want. But they confirmed that what he has it, it's not grayscale. It's a form of leprosy that he got from the throne, and he's just kind of rotting. Jesus. Yes. Ugly, ugly, ugly. Not great. Not great. Oh, oh, the one other thing I'll point out there is a little bit of, and this is, you know, the interesting thing in terms of, uh, uh, in terms of, uh, like, you know, how the sausage is made, I guess, is, um, Corliss goes, all right, well, what are the kids' names going to be? Mm-hmm. And uh, oh, yeah, and I think Viserys kind of plays it nicely, which is like they're Valerians until they ascend to the throne, and then they become Targaryens. And um, I think it's kind of the best of both worlds mm-hmm. because it's like if you know Corliss, same way with Otto Hightower, if his grandchild becomes king, then that's good for him. If Corliss's grandchild becomes king, that's good for him. And also, uh, if he doesn't, he still has heirs. Or the the Valerian name is still, you know, sure. passed down. So yeah, sure. it's only the one who becomes king that you know, or any subsequent ones that become. Yeah. King. yeah. And even in this moment, Viserys is again being like he's really trying to change precedent because he says the oldest child, no yeah, matter what, no matter what, will become the ruler. And take the name Targaryen. So he's he's really yeah. trying to uh, like allow for uh, whatever that's called. Uh, I was going to call mat- matrilineal, but that's not what it is. Um, no, I don't even know if that's a word. Matrilineal. <laughs> matrilineal matrilineal is ha- is when something is passed down through your mother that's like let me look, let for me instance look this up judaism is a matrilineal religion 
because it's based on if your mother is. Yeah, I'm not arguing that. I'm that, seeing that the shit rolled off your tongue. <laughs> so I'm I, seeing I the definition of matrilineal as yeah. a person born between the early 1980s and the late 1990s. So <laughs> argue with me. That's uh, Gen X. Or no, that's yeah, millennial. That. Millennial. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus um, Christ, I couldn't even get that shit right. All right, no, we're same. definitely moving on now. Um, uh, I don't know what this is for a king. Just oldest, what is that called? What is called when just oldest, no matter what wins? <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? Uh, Who fucking cares? It's not yeah. gonna happen. Yeah. A boy's gonna be king, baby. Uh, <laughs> Amen. And I ain't never gonna see no woman on that throne. Ain't gonna never see no woman on the throne. And we know and that I also because did we an saw Daenerys is asked what? Sorry. I said, and I also did an accent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, right. not today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> oh, uh, by the way, um, in Mike's notes. Uh, for the Lanera, for the Lenor and Rhaenyra thing, um, he has all these notes about duck and goose and dines as we see fit, and then he just wrote, "So he's gay is the thing they're dancing around." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I like the idea of Mike taking notes diligently and then being Mike, like, "Oh, Lenor's gay." <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing has ever gotten by Mike, <laughs> and because he takes I, notes. I do want. I do. I. I hope that at one point before he realized, oh, he's gay, he was like, "Wait, so he fucks geese? What? <laughs> what does? What does he like? <laughs> I don't. Tell me what his pee pee do. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, to be fair, maybe you know, it could be something where you know, before that, it could have been something where he's he's running around with. Um, you know, it's just like Damon running around with his whores or whatever. Like maybe yeah. Lenor is we we're talking he's about not into, in he's not in into fucking his cousin, but he is into fucking different women. I think speaking of canonically, uh like what what Westerosi region is what earth country, I, it does feel like, especially with the sheep joke, that they're just saying that the veil is is whales. The veil is Wales and New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, I like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But definitely. Hi, welcome to the veil. <laughs> <laughs> now Rob gets to do it. There you go. Check that box. <laughs> okay, so uh all that's happening. And meanwhile, um Alicent is back in King's Landing and she's getting some game from both her father and a guy who I don't know if we've ever seen. We have. Yeah. He was he was the dude, that's what's his name strong. He was the dude that came up to that circle of all the women during the hunt and was like, "Oh, oh okay. Oh, the gods mm-hmm. have not seen fit to make me hunt worthy, so may I sit and listen?" Yeah. And, and that he's basically like um not little finger, shitty finger. He's shitty finger. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like uh He's the son of the current hand. Yeah. Of, yeah. Lionel. And his, his brother is the big strong guy later that he says, uh, do you know what color they 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 light atop the 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 tower when they're going to war? It's uh, green. Eh, eh, mm-hmm. eh. Isn't he the same one who uh who ran into Rhaenyra when at when she was out? running no, around the, i don't know i don't think he's he's not a he's not city watch i think okay he's, no 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 she ran into a kingsguard guy harwin strong wasn't that what wasn't that was that did no. that dude's bro, that wasn't wasn't that the same dude 
Yeah. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Alright. Yeah. And he wasn't in Kingsguard outfit at that wedding? No, and I don't know if he's maybe he's not Kingsguard yet. Maybe he's just City huh. Watch. I don't think let's, he's Kingsguard. Let me maybe look. City. Maybe uh, City Watch. Yeah, because if he was oh, out he's, there, he's city, he's city Watch. He's City okay. Watch. Okay. All right, that yeah. makes sense. That yeah. makes sense. So he's just there as a guest. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, um, he. The by the way, his character was... breakdown is listed as uh, Breakbones Harwin is said to be the strongest man in the Seven Kingdoms. <laughs> really? And he's the heir to. Does anybody want to guess what castle he is the heir to? Oh, Harrenhal. Livestrong. Yep. Oh. Hall. Is it Harrenhal? Yeah, it is Harrenhal. Oh, yeah. He said Livestrong. He's the heir to the Armstrong bracelet fortune. Yeah, that's what's up. Yeah, but these Harrenhal's these strong kids. Castle. Yeah, they all melty. Yeah, but yeah, he's he's basically just like he's he's so over the top with his little like oh my little my little friends are out to listening mm-hmm. he's so he's so gross and drippy and uh, he gives me the creeps and not because of his foot because no of, his, of his, course his whole, not his it's whole, just his, creepy shit it's just yeah he's yeah it it's like i don't want to see this guy's basement let's put it that way like there's some stuff in there um yeah but he's definitely trying to like uh, you know be a manipulator behind the scenes and yeah do the cloak and dagger thing which i love watching and i love how much i dislike the character it's a very i i i'm i'm happy anytime he's on screen because i just hate him so much so far it's just so annoying because like the one thing that like bugs me a little bit is like <clears throat> is like game of thrones has these like smart characters and they seem to just always pop up at the right opportunities yeah like i miss like like i just miss like the characters like fucking up and misplaying their hands and like maybe we'll see more of that like yeah but didn't like um what's her name um uh kate catlin stark like i felt like she fucked up all the like she was a smart character well, so for sure, the, the red wedding was her big like. Yeah, that was her. Yeah. Or really, mistake. she was a she was. Well, no, no, Ty, uh, Tyrion. You know, her kidnapping Tyrion was was for sure a tactical fuck up. So that that yeah. happened a lot earlier. And mm. The other fuck ups early, like if we're talking season one Game of Thrones fuck ups, Ned Stark, like yeah, Ned not, Stark, not being up. clandestine at all. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, there, there were. Just Robert Baratheon like in Stark general, at least is not looking, stupid. not watching his back. But I'm talking about like the smart characters, like that fuck up. Like it's like I just like I like I don't know. Like and you know, Varys make or Larry's makes his Jesus Christ this show. Larry's yeah. makes his move, and it just it seems like such a low risk move. And like maybe you know, again, maybe he'll have to make some high risk moves down the line. But it's just like love to see some people like. Like, it just feels like right now all the moves are happening at moments where it's, like, it couldn't be more perfect for the movie. Yeah, yeah. I would it, say that Otto Hightower is one smart character who's kind of, you know, made some missteps, and that led to him kind of getting removed from his seat um, yeah, as Hand of the King. I think I think he kind of played it a little too aggressively trying to get yeah. his, his daughter. Although, you know, I got to say, 
the more I think about it, if Otto Hightower was the one who gave uh, Rhaenyra the milk tea or the the whatever it's called, the fucking abortion moon tea. Then, plan T. Mm-hmm. Yeah, plan T. Um, then that is by far the most 4D chess move we've seen in the yeah. show so far. Well, I was, yeah. was going to say, what it feels like is happening right now is like, everyone's playing like we got like six different chess players that are all going to play on like some kind of weird um what is it sextagonal chess board and they're all and they can't see any of their opponent's section and they have to just like place all their pieces how they think it will be beneficial to them once they can see the whole board yeah and we're just waiting to like reveal the rest of the board to each yeah. other like it's all place setting right now and it's really it's really fun to see i'm, I'm curious if episode six starts like like are we going to start right before the conflict are we going to start into the conflict i heard it's like 10 years later so we're going to see kids that we haven't met yet um yeah. you know yeah. a, a very yeah. a very zombie looking uh viserys yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm it's like, why high. is he not fucking dead? Like, he was in the, he was definitely in the trailer for the next episode, and yeah. I'm like, Looking all like that time he's still fucking. I, it's I, also one of these things where it's just like, oh shit! So he ruled for another ten years of peace, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, this guy, like, and and I think he sired like six more kids. So Ew. just Poor like Allison. That's Ew. what I was gonna say. Like Jesus imagine at, you know, at some point she has to like it because he could barely walk this last time. Yeah. <laughs> so something's Jeez. happening. Anyway, I don't know. Um, so okay, so Allison kind of gets two different pep talks from people being like, yo, like, what do you think is gonna happen? And so she's like, I gotta sort this out. She pulls uh pulls Kristen Cole into a room and is literally like um so are you aware of some of the rumors going around King's Landing and Kristen Cole goes what rumors like the rumor that I fucked Rhaenyra yeah, yeah I did it true. Uh, I'm sorry I'm so sorry and I'm so like, sorry if you could please kill me instead of gilding me that would be great yeah <laughs> Just what an idiot that was gelding, so mad at gilding him. what is it gelding Gel- yeah it's castration right yeah yeah okay what a fun um, time yeah so it's like uh <laughs> so this is where i wanted to bring up my thing which is in game of thrones and I, don't, I don't know if this is a i don't know if this is a fault of the show or the writing or neither but it's like so so girls in game of thrones are sometimes kind of like young and naive and then they reach a point where basically some older, smarter person is like, stop being so young and naive. And they immediately start playing the fucking game. Yeah. And men in Game of Thrones are either freaks of some kind <clears throat> and inherently playing the game or the game gets thrown in their face and they still reject the game. Like, <laughs> like it's like, Kristen Cole is so goddamn stupid. Like, it's like Allison has taken like half an episode to be like, oh, okay, like I'm going to start like making like subtle, like 
like subtle choices and like sending signals to people and like building up like my allies and like Kristen Cole is literally like from like turns down the future queen's offer to be her, her illegitimate consort and then the actual queen is like hey did you do you know anything about what uh what Rhaenyra is up to and he's like yeah she's having premarital sex with me like wait like I like I, look I'm not like I don't care like where the character growth comes from like in this or like and I de- certainly I'm not like oh men need to have better character growth but I'm like I would love to see a man start out as being stupid and finish smart once in Game of Thrones <laughs> like maybe maybe that's a, maybe this is just the commentary that uh, the show is. did we forget about a little guy named Bran Stark <laughs> yeah right Bran who, Bran who was smart <sighs> from page one of the book except he liked climbing <laughs> everyone's got Boy, the, sto- the story that young man had oh, man. <laughs> best story in westeros i say i hated Tyrion for saying that <laughs> oh my god well, I, we, there's gonna be i mean we'll live long enough there'll be some kind of re re um adaptation of this so there, the, hopefully this will fix it all Just, yeah were, were you saying was one of you saying last week that um that you think that house of house of dragon is uh is like george rr R. martin's <laughs> subtle way of like setting up his own endings to the game of thrones stuff i don't think i said anything like that but did you I say that marcy i don't because marcy wasn't on last week's podcast oh well then oh, yeah. it mike? You. maybe it was, was mike i don't know if it was Mike. that does that seem like maybe it's something did? you read somewhere one of your very read it somewhere friends. but it, it was like it made a lot of sense to me which is that like it's like all right so like if we are willing to assume that george rr R. martin is trying to finish the books which i'm not sure is a given but if he is i think he is like what if he's using house of dragon the show as a way to uh like basically as a way to like kind of set up a better lay lay some yeah some like lay some groundwork for a different ending that, that he, he, just, he writes he writes dr strange in and he's like come there's a different <laughs> there's a different multiverse that that old bad one <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I would hope so but jesus christ we'll see. it's it's uh i am i am mentally prepared to read these books when they come out and completely separate them from from the bad seasons yeah. but um, but nevertheless but, okay so nevertheless, we move where we on at? so uh we are now uh so i guess we'll just so basically uh first of all i guess there's a there's a nice scene in here that's not really a plotty scene but i think it's worth talking about so um viserys is getting his leeches one maester is like hey i think there's something we could do for you that's not leeches and the old guy goes, get the fuck out of here. Is this a black doctor too? He's like, get the fuck out of here. Um, he likes his leeches. Leeches is time tested. Mm-hmm. Um, but then it kind of leads to like a philosophical discussion between uh, Viserys and uh, is this, this is strong, right? This is Lionel Strong. Yeah, Lionel Strong, his hand, yeah. correct. And uh, I just, you know, I'm again, like, I, I think this is like, 
you know, an interesting, got a little TH White in there a little bit um, of just like, what is, you know, what is the legacy of a king? And yeah. like, um, also probably some foreshadowing where it's like, um, you know, he might not be remembered as a great king. And that, but the peace that he oversaw is going to be far more meaningful to a lot of people than the bloodshed that we are surely headed to. Yeah. And he wanted, and I, I understand the desire to have songs about you and like people remember you as this like this cool dude who fucking slayed who like his enemies and conquered this and that and married two of his sisters or whatever. But like, I guess in, in, on the other end though like i do feel like there is a, a little bit of nothing like even though there is peace and I, we we talked about it before like i feel like he hasn't done a whole bunch of like he hasn't done anything bad necessarily but he also hasn't done anything great like there's yeah. nothing like he doesn't have an obamacare you know what I mean? yeah <laughs> i was wondering if we were going to bring this up because um, yeah, it definitely it definitely feels like you know, if you're talking about real world um, parallels here, like, you know, Joe Biden could be a fine president that, you know, that bill that passed, you could argue it's not perfect, but it's pretty fucking huge. But when he got elected, the only thing I ever said I wanted, I was like, hey, secure the future of voting and like ensure that we can't have us like it, that's that's the your only well, job hasn't exactly fucking and it, that, that. that doesn't happen then I don't care how peaceful this peaceful quote unquote this four years or eight years or whatever it's going to be like if there's a giant war later I'll be like oh well guess yeah that was a or nice... yeah or if like we like make a democratic backslide because he couldn't deliver on like firm like for, put it firming up democracy yeah I think that's a good point yeah. like it's like that's... the series like is Viserys going to be responsible for this inevitable war? Yeah. And I think the answer is yes. I think, I think he, uh, you know, you could say that, you know, you look to Otto, High, Otto Hightower and he's just convinced that because she's a woman, even though everyone bent the knee to her, uh, if Rhaenyra, uh, Rhaenyra is, is crowned queen, that that's it we're going to yeah. war who who the heck knows um again i haven't read the book uh thoroughly or i haven't read the book at all but i have seen like bits and pieces <laughs> of stuff uh, yeah we we'll call that not thoroughly <laughs> <laughs> I've, sk I've skimmed the cover yeah. um but uh you know certainly you, that would that would imply that he could make a decision that would avert war and i don't know that there is one right now just based on all the players in place but right? that i mean and that i think i'm sorry marcelo did you have something you want to say no 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 go ahead i was gonna say like that to me is also like i think it brings up an indictment of viserys as king because there are ways i think to legitimize people mm -hmm. before they're in the position that they are so like for instance uh the the war with the crab feeder 
you know, he might not want, you know, Viserys might not want to do this, but like, maybe that's a situation where you send Rhaenyra on, on a dragon and you do some, like put her in the field, like put her forward and get her involved in things in a way that like means that she is seen as a leader outside of just being around. Yeah. Tell and people the story of her getting that dragon egg back. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is a lot of things that he could have done. And, you know, Rainier, you know, uh, because Viserys himself is such a passive king or such a king that he he's not like, he's not using the publicity that he could. It's, it's infecting his family. Mm-hmm. Because like, as, as his, uh, is it, Otto Hightower that suggested, or is it uh is it strong? One of them says, Mary Rhaenyra to her two-year-old brother. She's 15 years older than him. So she will have she will have probably 15 years of being queen. Yeah, it was strong. He's even of age. And then, you know, and then it's like, let the fucking realm decide which of those two is actually the is is actually ruling the country the only problem with that one is does Rhaenyra you know does Rhaenyra get to actually have heirs in that situation yeah yeah but is there any is there any historical uh in our world is there any historical example of when succession was unclear that you had like a one-time vote and like okay here's the monarch that we pick and then we're going back to the monarchy where it's like until there's another like unclear succession or do they pretty much have succession like ironed out in this well you know, i mean in you know i mean what in, a timely discussion in rome i mean this is going way far back but in roman times like <clears throat> it was common practice for uh, a king or a ruler to adopt a guy in his twenties that had like good, that like had his head on straight, adopt him, and then that would become the next Caesar, even if they had a a, a trueborn heir. Yeah, even if they had their own trueborn. Oh heir. man, that's gotta suck if you're that. Yeah, kid. that was fuck. That's yeah. fucked up. You're like, dad, wh- what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously, there are plenty of situations where stuff like that doesn't happen and didn't happen. Um. But, uh, you know, I think even I'm, I'm not 100 percent positive on this, but I think even um, that was somewhat the situation with uh, with the British monarchy in the 1930s. Right. Is yeah, that, that's what I, mean, I was going to say, because I know George R. R. Martin has said pretty explicitly that like writing the uh, the Song of Ice and Fire, like all of those, the, the series, like a, a lot of it, all all of it really was inspired by. Um, the old British monarchy and like shit like that. So like yeah, all the of, the of the little drama, yeah, the War of the Roses and and stuff like that. So, um, I would assume that it's it's all of the drama is also based off of something that either like was at least somewhere close to what yeah. happened. George, come on the show. Yeah, I mean, got an opening. If yeah, you, yeah. If you're open, what was that? What do you guys remember? We were like at one point like talking to like a like Game of Thrones like 
uh, burlesque show or something like that. We were like promoting it on the show. Do you remember that? Like, I think we even had like the people. I think, on I think we guests. did. And then we also had Mike had an interview with um, the, the, the second mountain or the third mountain. The second remember? mountain. It would know the third mountain. You're right. It was the third mountain. It was three um, mountains. Um, oh, God. What was his name? It was name? the longest running mountain. The guy that yeah, was, he was the guy the who, who was there till the end. Um, and because he did the, uh, he was at the, the Ren Fair. He, he did that New Jersey Renaissance Phil, Fair. Philly Ren Fair, yeah. Yeah, or the Philly Ren Fair. Um, oh my God, what was his name? Uh, it, was, um, it was like Bjornsson, uh, something. Your list, Bjornsson? Hold on. Hopthor Julius Bjornsson. Hopthor Julius Bjornsson. Yeah, and he. Yeah, he, so he came on for an interview. But I was just thinking, like, it's like, if we still had relationships with that Game of Thrones burlesque thing, I feel like we could get George R. R. Martin. In. And I sure. won't say more on the matter. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'm not going to get sued for libel. All right, let's get to the wedding. <laughs> get to the wedding, the, the rehearsal dinner. Yeah. Uh, that becomes a wedding. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> if you're this yeah, far right. thing. And you're uh, spoiling. Okay, so um, they've got seven days feasting and wedding plans and then hbo's budget department says what the fuck are y'all talking about in the book all the shit that goes down at the rehearsal dinner the fight and everything that's all during the tourney and they still have a wedding i think yeah. so they were just like nah because the whole time i'm watching this this part i'm like well checking the time i'm like is this an extra long episode because like clearly they have to end with the wedding because we're losing these actors right so like we're gonna have this time jump everything has to wrap up for this point in history like right now and i'm like there's eight minutes left what are they gonna do and then it was just like like oh we're gonna have a bloody nose wedding uh you know with the justice of the peace uh, yeah. so but yeah this was this was a bonkers scene all, all yeah. set yeah it, it yeah. really was and uh i mean i guess compared to other weddings we've seen in this franchise it was it was it was all right you know in terms of the drama it was all right yeah there was a lot of like there's a lot of honestly twitter bullshit where people are like oh was this the craziest wedding in game of thrones history and i was like, like no not Stop. even not even one of i don't them. even know if it was i don't even know it was top three it's for real it's gotta be i mean obviously like it's like it's played out but it's red wedding one sure for sure and then, then the joffrey two joffrey's oh, is, jo is Joffrey 2 or Dothraki 2? Jo jo Joffrey's 2. Mm, yeah. And Dothraki I, is... Yeah, you got the red wedding, the blue wedding, or the purple wedding. What do they call the one with Joffrey's That purple choking? wedding, yeah. Yeah, I think... I feel like maybe this is jockeying for third. Yeah. Um, Because when when all the phrase die, that wasn't a wedding, right? Was Arya kills all the phrase. Huh. Yeah, I can't remember. I thought it was Is just, that like just a, a family dinner. reunion. Just, yeah, <laughs> just like, I think I think it was, but I don't know. Just a cookout. It was in the weird seasons that I I haven't rewatched as much as the uh, the good seasons. Um, but yeah, I mean it was it was some some really cool stuff went down. That that reveal of just like right in the middle of his dumb speech, she's gonna come in, emerald green, just record scratch moment. That was that was a that was a a, a big boss move yeah so again just to recap for the fans uh i don't know like fancy to recap, <laughs> but um so 
you know, people are kind of, um, you know, making their way in um, and it's going in kind of order of, uh, you know, or like order of hype. And then, uh, and so Valeria gets this intro and it's like this whole thing. And then Damon shows up and that's an even bigger thing, right? It's like, holy shit. Like, it's like the rock is in the building. And then it's like, <laughs> Allison shows up and then it's like you hear the stone cold window break. Yeah. And you're like, God damn. Oh, um, she's so got she, on green. Yeah. <laughs> and she's wearing green, which is um her house high tower. They're showing a red light, red light if things are good, and a green light if it's time to fucking go to war, which look, it's it's Game of Thrones. So red means go and green means stop, I guess. I don't mm-hmm. know um it's a different world um and it leaves Viserys completely uh dumbstruck um anything to say on the early uh pre-fight wedding stuff so like the conversation that so I mean I'll just say this I feel like fucking Kristen Cole his heel turn was a bit drastic I feel like it it happened and I think again, it, it kind of alluding to even though there wasn't much of a time jump, uh, there wasn't a time jump before, between these last two episodes. I just, I just feel like one thing that this, uh, this series, and I think David, you've alluded to it with the within the context of the time jumps, but I think one thing that this series kind of drops the ball with for me, um, at times is just like jumping to certain big moments that don't necessarily feel as earned as they would be if we kind of took a little bit more time to to flesh things out i feel like chris and cole like all right he he smashed last uh, episode and then like he he we we got a little bit of a of an inkling that he was like love struck you know he was like all right let's run away and do all this stuff like the classic you know love struck dude who who wants to follow love over logic um but I feel like for him to to go to these measures, it just kind of it felt unearned to me. It felt like a, li- a little bit too much. I don't know how you guys felt about it. I, I I don't disagree. I think it was a little zero to 60 for me, too. Um, but also, like David was talking about in previous episodes, like like we don't know how like there was probably a like between the time that they had that conversation on the ship, that was the let's have a wedding. You know, even though things can move fast, right, like, right. it could have been months of, of like, you know, him stewing in that, and then he gets, um, he gets uh, my man's my man's boyfriend coming over and be like, hey, what's up, man? Here we have something in common, and he like doesn't want to hear any of this shit. Yeah. Um, you know, he's already pissed. He's at the person he loves' wedding where where she's marrying somebody else. Um, then he sees, then he sees. To my point, I was making earlier. Damon just walks in and just starts like, like damn near dry humping. Uh, they start just like on the dance floor with their little courtly airs, but like getting real close, and everyone's watching. That rumor that 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 wasn't even involving Kristen about about uh, she and her and her uncle Damon in in the pleasure houses. That's still got to be on some people's minds, and they're just like flaunting it. It seems yeah. in this dance hall and. So there's just a lot of like, if I was at this wedding, I would just be on my phone, like having one of those, like you're with, you're with your partner in a place, but you can't talk. So you're just texting each other. Like, even though you're sitting next to each other, 
That would have been yeah, like, that would have been me the whole time. Like, oh my god, are you seeing this? Uh, I mean, I think like I, I think Viserys described it best when he was like, they both got the blood of the dragon, which is like just like code for like they cannot fucking not. Like <laughs> it's like I think Rhaenyra is maybe smart enough to like not like openly lust after her uncle in the thing but she's also like she wants so badly like she's daring him she wants to see somebody especially after what Kristen cole did she's kind of like she wants to see somebody be a fucking man just i mean i i don't say that like a like i i hate those terms but like it's like that's what she wants she wants to see somebody fucking nut up and like be like i don't care about tradition i don't care about this or that so she's like great yeah uncle come fuck me on the dance floor like i just want to see anybody take a stab at you know being provocative um and it just like it's just like that moment confirms everything that everybody wants like it's like cool like allison hates you now your dad Mm -hmm. doesn't fucking trust you Kristen is like Kristen is like I I don't know what the fuck Kristen's thinking honestly but like it's just it it just like like again like we talk about fitness for rule and like we think that Rhaenyra is so cool and she is so cool and like she's tough and she's a badass but it's like yo like fucking zip it up (laughs) yeah and then and then you get the 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 uh, the green entrance, and that's badass. And everyone's just like, oh, blah, 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 blah. and then you know, High Towers brother, who was also High Towers, basically just like, you have our axe, obviously. Um, and you know, now we're setting up the civil war, and I think that they are referred to as it's the Greens and the Blacks, um, the Blacks being the Targaryens and the Greens being the High Towers, and I'm not sure like more than that um but yeah it's very we get very war of the roses coming up yeah yeah and then and then there's a scuffle yeah it took me a while to like even understand what the fuck was going on i was just like i i knew just because i've watched game of thrones before i knew that something was going down like it's a wedding obviously it's not going to end happily um but yeah, when like the commotion started, I just wasn't. There was just so much going on that I I wasn't really sure what was happening. Um, I was like, is somebody attacking? Is somebody like infiltrating? Or you know, was and then it it was a scuffle, and that ended like with somebody dying. Um, but it was it was a scuffle, and yeah. I I just kind of thought that it would be something bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I think um, I'm trying to think what i heard happened in the in the book history rather than this i can't i can't quite remember but i don't i know it doesn't happen here i know it happens like during the tournament so it's mm-hmm. it's 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 more justified because they are engaged in martial combat you know even though it's supposed to be like play martial combat they're still you know swinging at each other and um so i think that's where the night of kisses gets his untimely end so it's a little this definitely did feel a little bit like 
maybe this episode would have benefited from maybe like 10 minute extra in the runtime um you know um but uh but yeah, it's it sets up it sets us up for the second half of the season and uh, and really I think the the bulk of what this whole show is going to be about pretty nicely. Uh, yeah. And all we had to pay for it was losing my two favorite actors, two of my favorite actors in the show. Yeah. <clears throat> Which you know, hey, hey, them's them's the <clears throat> those costs of doing business. Yeah, cost of doing business. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, so just real quick, like, yeah, in this in the books, um, which, you know, we're not going to know too much about because none of us read them. But, uh, you know, Kristen Cole kills this guy, not at the wedding, but during the tournament much later. And there's two things that are intimated in that story. One is that uh, Kristen Cole fucks up a lot of people in this tournament. (laughs) So he's just generally angry. But he also specifically, obviously, targets Joffrey. And, you know, it, I think it invites a, uh, a question of like, is, um, you know, is Kristen Cole, does he have a little of the conniving bug in him or is he starting to develop it at least? I think he's um, developing it. I think is, we're going to see it show up. Yeah. Whereas in this, in this version of things, it's like, this guy is fucking pure passion. Um, but it's also like you know it's kind of a weapon to be pointed in a certain direction so we'll see yeah um, i mean allison knows his his secret and allison is absolutely in the game now she's she's playing and because she knows of his vulnerability and he he begged for a little bit of mercy probably not uh not as much mercy as he's about to get but i think that um allison is is very strategically going to have him on her side and you know yeah. he's he's gonna be hurt well he is hurt by all of the shit that he had to deal with um he's brokenhearted yeah. and some way or another he'll he'll probably be on the i guess team green is what they he's call suddenly it. he's suddenly the number one draft pick of team green yeah and you can't you can't hate on that um okay so i we're at the end of the episode now um so finally are there just any like stray thoughts oh i guess we have the we have the wedding with wedding and i just want to talk about the wedding for a second because mm-hmm. lanor cries throughout the whole thing he does <laughs> he's very sad and again it's i think another moment of in this show of and obviously that's a like losing your lover losing your loved one is a really is like a situation that none of us want to ever experience but like it's a moment in the show again where it's like even beforehand i think like lanor was kind of like he wouldn't fucking like it didn't seem like he was completely playing ball with rhaenyra at the wedding and it's like can somebody please for five seconds just fucking have a stiff upper lip and get through one of these bad moments so that you can live your life um but he's you know lanor's broken up and you're just like like i feel like we see all the time weddings that happen in bad circumstances on game of thrones and it's not like things get better Mm -hmm. right yeah it's it's how do you i mean i guess i haven't I wasn't as invested, obviously, in in his relationship with his uh, his boyfriend, um, because we didn't 
get a chance to see much of it yeah there was nothing yeah you know so like i'm not gonna say i i, I didn't care but again like i just wasn't as invested um so it was like yeah you know i i get why you're crying um but yeah i'm i i just i guess i don't care that much i'm not touched by it yeah i mean and it, again like it, it's like you know again like i can i can talk all day about how and how maybe they should have spent more time you know maybe they should have just given all these young actors a full season um but again uh, it, I've, I've said again so many times in the past five seconds but um it, you know hbo had um you know they had to make the show hook everybody and to do that they kind of had to get in the meat of it so i understand that they couldn't take risks but these are the these are the things that you lose sometimes in mm -hmm. moving this fast is that um all we know about Lenor and Joffrey is we've seen Lenor be in one fight and we've seen Joffrey have one conversation with Lenor and then kind of honestly be a little snitch to Kristen Cole mm -hmm. it's like and so like we are like we should be devastated by what just happened yeah Lenor yeah, should be a major character yeah yeah i feel like we should we should be feeling like heavy after that like like i feel like he should have been set up to be one of our favorite characters or somebody that we really like and that yeah. relationship should have been a relationship that we like have grown to love or at least like a lot yeah yeah um i mean even like uh you know even back in the day i mean like it's obviously like, like uh, an ugly ugly like outcome but like you know Renly and Loris um like think of the there's just like more time with sometimes these characters um and I, I think it matters um so anyway that takes us to an episode any stray thoughts it's I'm ready for what's probably going to feel like a second season of a show next week yeah yeah. I think I think it's really going to be, you know, if this if this show runs, let's say I think David you're right. I don't know that we're going to keep seeing these like huge jumps in time every single episode for the remainder of the show. It 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 almost seems totally unsustainable. Um I think we'll still see some jumps here and there cuz it's just kind of built into the um the mechanics of the show. But um I think we'll look back on this and go oh, this was like the two season uh the two season season. Um, because you know jumping 10 years uh even though we are going to continue the same kind of threads it's going to it's going to feel it's going to feel different i'm hoping that um it doesn't feel so different that like the magic that i was skeptical of and then immediately was on board for like kind of fades so we'll see yeah yeah i'm, I'm looking forward to the net to seeing the older characters um but yeah like like you said i'm definitely gonna miss the the younger ones um but I, i'm just curious i think i'm more curious to see how much has changed within that that time span because like especially if if fucking viserys is still alive like that's just something i wasn't expecting i i was expecting um those main characters to still be children when viserys dies and then like having that conflict last 
like I, I was thinking that when we had the time jump, they would be like already in the thick of things and shit was like 10 years into this war or whatever it is. But yeah, um, yeah I, I guess I'm just really curious to see where they go. Yeah, yeah, I agree. All right, uh, winners and losers. Um, so we'll, um, since in Mike's absence, I'll share Mike's winner and then uh, we can talk about what uh, what we think did he get it right? Is there somebody else that's a better choice? Uh, and Mike's loser will do the same thing. Uh, so uh, here is the, uh, so Mike's winner is Corliss Valerian. Hmm. And I guess his, if I were Mike making that case, I would say you, he went from being in a kind of like a tense situation with the crown to having his son married to the presumptive heir. Um, and, uh, and his, and any, uh, any children they bear outside of the one that becomes king becomes a member of house Valerian. So, uh, so I guess that's his case for Corliss. Um, thoughts on other winners, thoughts on Corliss as the winner. I mean, the, I the winner, yeah, I, I think it's it's a it's a good candidate. I feel like I feel like Kristen Cole's dumbass was one decision away from being the winner of this episode, but he just fucked it up. He, he fucked it up. He could have really been a winner. Kristen Cole won this episode, then lost this episode, and then won this episode. Yeah, <laughs> because the fact that he doesn't end this episode with his head on a spike. Is I mean he he basically just traded queens, yeah, just absolutely uh, unbelievable. Um, any other winners that you guys want to talk about? Allison, mm-hmm. for sure, I think is coming out of this like the strongest she's looked in a long time. You know the whole series, and now she she hasn't just been put in the position of power; she's actually like owning and 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 using the power. Um, you know, and it only took feeling totally betrayed by her best friend um, after she stuck up for her and probably got, you know, it di- didn't help uh, her father's cause in getting removed from his, you know, lofty position. So I think, you know, the gloves are off and the green yeah. gloves are on. Yeah, but also fuck, fuck that, because like she, oh, not fuck your your take, your take is great. Oh, thank, uh, but, oh, but but fuck her, her like. She she definitely betrayed her best friend first. You know what I mean? Like she she Oh sure, for sure. She was like plotting on fucking her best Short friend. Short memories though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But karma, man. Yeah. I mean, it's like, I mean, it, as it is for so many things, nothing is anybody's fault ever. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, in terms of another winner, I guess. If not for Allison, I think Allison definitely is it. But um, maybe uh, Lionel Strong. He's he's hand of the king now. I feel like he's been the most trustworthy person from the episode one. I feel like yeah. he's always been the person who's been giving um, King Viserys the best and and most um, unbiased advice. And I feel like he's been the very deserving of of that position. And um, I would hope that he, in some regard, is able to keep his position um, as Hand of the King, even as the transition 
uh, occurs when Viserys eventually dies. Yeah. It's, uh, he's great. And it just, it seems like somebody that steady has, has no chance of making it Real shit. further that's in tough. Game of Thrones. That's like, true. it's just like somebody who is able to, like, offer such sober analysis of things is just like we got to kill this guy just just to just for, to make sure drama happens uh, but I, i've really enjoyed his character again it feels like somebody truly playing to the top of their intelligence mm-hmm. okay so loser mike um mike, mike, who's your did you who's your winner oh i don't Honestly, nobody won this episode. <laughs> this like it's like this is like one of those episodes where it's like uh where it's like you ever like like especially like I feel like especially like like last year of college or like those couple of years like just out of college when like a whole crew of people go out to a club and like everybody's dressed up and then it's like it's just like fucking drunk people fighting like by the end of the night it's like drunk fights and women are crying and people are yelling at each other and it's just like you and like three of your best friends are like not like didn't somehow didn't get involved in like the nonsense but you still are just like you still just like had to like be around drama all night and you're drained it's like this is a night where at best people came out neutral it's like you know it's like yeah allison came out like it's like you know allison started you know making power plays but it's like the fact that she even has to make power plays is stupid and it's based on like middling to poor intel like intelligence and like like in terms of like what she's the information she's getting not her own intelligence and it's like corliss comes out all right but also he thinks his son is gonna like now that he's married to a good woman is going to cure his gayness and it's like it's just like all like you can't like you look at this and you're just like like you know Rhaenyra gets married like to a guy that can't stop fucking crying and her dad is turning into a puddle of fucking goop and you're just like nobody won nobody wins there's no winners here like this is this deep. is like deep yeah. but deep <laughs> yeah um so anyway mike's loser is joffrey sure he's um, dead yeah it's sure. like yeah okay yeah the guy who the guy who was messy for five seconds and then literally messy for the rest of his existence they yeah. couldn't have like mopped up the floor right before the ceremony like not not they didn't have time for anything no 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 body clearers left <laughs> gave him the night off i'm surprised they didn't leave the body there oh <laughs> yeah that shit was gross yeah i mean lanor also a loser for yeah, sure that was, Lainor, that was that my was, pick that would have yeah that would have been my main one um yeah you know lanor i think more so just because like he thought he was getting this kind of cushy gig of like king consort my kids will be king uh or my kids will be monarch um I'm still going to get to, you know, hook up with my boyfriend. I, you know, this chick seems pretty chill. Everything's going to be cool. And then like, nope, she gets to have her cake and eat it too. And also be queen. And I have to like, I guess 
like hit up King's Landing Tinder while she's having sex with her uncle and the King's card and whoever else she wants. He he's yeah. he's feeling bruised for sure. Yeah. I I had Lenore down as a loser. But like yeah, there's there's a a ton of candidates for loser in this one. Yeah, um, I mean Lady Rhea, she was she was living Lenore's life basically, right? She's in the veil by herself. Uh just like like going hunting, <laughs> going on big hunts and uh but she's inconvenient to her husband suddenly and so she's got to go. <laughs> Just fucking. Yeah, we well, only saw her for like I mean, two I minutes think, too. Um, yeah. yeah, I think. Uh, who else was I? You know, and and just Viserys is like continuing his just decay, and and I and I I've seen a few commentators, you know, say uh, what I think is kind of the obvious, like like his decay is is paralleling the the coming kingdom's decay you know as the peaceful king is rotting from the inside so is the kingdom the peaceful kingdom is rotting from the inside so you know it's um it's like uh uh creative writing uh 102 yeah Uh, maybe not 101 but let's have his hand like start to decay the same episode where the hand of the the king is is actually found out to be rotten but uh, I'm excited for things to come. Okay. Yeah, I me too. Um, it really does feel like we're about to like like it feels like I mean, we know it's a time jump, which is it's just so crazy to me. Like that there's like, you know, it's like I remember uh like I'm trying to think of shows like I <laughs> like I watched like it happens a lot in anime, I feel like, right? Like, it's like, I think Dragon Ball has a time jump. <laughs> One Piece has a time jump. Mm-hmm. But, like, I also, like, because of when those shows came out, I, you know, like, just have, like, the benefit of knowing, oh, like, okay, they're about to do a time jump. And this one, it's, like, it's weird because it's, like, it's, like, I know these people, but do I know these people? Like, do I know what this show is? So this feels like it's like a time jump, but also feels like a soft reboot in some ways. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just, uh, so basically what I'm saying is all the goodwill that I've built up, I'm back to being a curmudgeon again. Oh, I'm, I love it. I'm going to- This is, like, this is, me. this feels right. Yeah. This, you know, I, I, I get nervous when, when you get too, you get too excited. So this feels- <laughs> Yeah, I think it was like episode two when David like sent like in the group chat like that he really enjoyed it. I was like, oh man, this is oh, we're shit. going in the wrong goes. direction. Here it goes. <laughs> but there's something unnatural. I, yeah, I, I'm primed to be mad again. I don't think I've. I think the last time I like just flat out enjoyed Game of Thrones was when Cersei blew up the sept. Uh, yeah. You said it was the feel good episode of the year. <laughs> <laughs> That shit was so insane. <laughs> that was wild. That, that was, was so. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. That was that was fucking 
Tommen with Nuts. the window walk, man. Yeah, he oh, just shit. he oh said one two step and just he said one two <laughs> skippity do. I'm out of here. He said, he said, "Mom, I quit." <laughs> it's like uh, that's the every every watch the it crowd the BBC. <laughs> the guy's uh, just like, not quite mind. enough. But I've seen a, it. There's a similar scene. Oh, okay. <laughs> um. Well. Uh. Anything to plug? Anything you guys want to talk about? I got a smooth nothing. Yeah, just follow me on Instagram if you're into that. Sure. Don, yeah. Uh, at M J E A N I O U S. That's it. Because you know what? All of the shows I was doing, they're all done. So yeah. Follow follow my hot sauce company that I occasionally put out hot sauces <laughs> with uh, at Trust the Sauces on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, I'm Dave Lasol on some things, or David Lasol. I don't even know. Uh, God bless everybody. We'll see you next week. Mike, good. F- First of all, feel better. Second off, good yeah. fucking luck editing this shit. This episode is going to come out in two weeks. This episode is going to come out in two weeks and be two hours long. Uh, <laughs> but we are here again. Uh, head to iTunes, rate and subscribe. Blah, blah, blah. Bleep, bleep, bleep. Have a nice night. Later, Dana. <laughs> Bye. Peace. Bye. <laughs>